I'm your host, Jay Wald, and welcome to another weekly podcast of Deeper Dive, sponsored by Plantation SDA Church. This is season four, episode 39. And of course, I'm with my beloved co-host, who's always here on time and looking good. Of course, I can see that, but you can't. Um, <laughs> welcome, Don. Welcome, as always. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, good to have you on this side of the country. I know, right? Welcome <laughs> <laughs> back. Um, we also want to thank our podcast listeners for taking the time out, as always, for your support. Remember, we want to um, welcome you with uh, any questions, uh, any comments, concerns you may have. Please text us via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. And as we always ask to subscribe to our channel at deeperdive.plantation.com. SCA.TV. And guess who's back? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Cassandra beat me to the punch. She uh, dressed them all up again. So I just <laughs> one again. Hey, good evening, everybody. So good to be back Thank with you. you. Uh, we it's missed last week as I was just a bit under the weather, but uh, I'm back. Praise God. Yeah. Don't worry. You sound like you were just, you know, you had the South Florida blues. I understand. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. All right, as we always do, just starting with a word of prayer, we can proceed. Father God, thank you once again, Lord, that you are always the one in charge. Lord, we thank you for blessing us. Lord, we thank you for everything else that you have done for us. But right now, Lord, we're asking you, Lord, to bring peace among Israel. Mm. Lord, we ask you to the situation in Afghanistan with over 2,500 dead. There's just so many things are going on, Lord. We know this is a sign of the times, Lord, but we ask you right now, Lord, to put your hand over the face. There's so much death and destruction going on right now, but we know you're in charge. So, Lord, continue to bless us right now through this podcast. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Okay, Pastor, your title, The Temple, The Temple, The Temple, from mm-hmm. Jeremiah 7, verse 4. Mm-hmm. Why just take those three, those, the, the temple, three times? Why did you decide to do that as a title? Well, I remember years ago when I came upon this text, really piqued my curiosity, and it was it was a point in my life when i was i was searching for those biblical verses that that i that 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 i thought were interesting verses and so as i wrestle with what would i share this 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 past sabbath this text came back to mind and i thought well let me let me look at this text again this time of course with the congregation and I and I, I I like every now and again Dawn and Joe to to put those seemingly obscure texts out there to mm-hmm. to pique curiosity for folks to say, hmm, wow, this is interesting. Let me see where this is going to lead. You know, particularly those folks who are not as as verse in scripture as some of us are. And so Yes, being led by the Holy Spirit, but I just thought, too, it would be a very interesting uh, teaser for folks to pay attention to. That being said, 
wanted to really show how, you know, especially as church folk, we can get caught up in the religious stuff and the ceremonies and the rites, and they have their place. But at the same time, we can lose sight of what's important to God, what's most important to God, and and to appreciate that these things that we do in church and even things that help to bolster our faith, that they're no substitute for for a right relationship with God and being obedient to his will and way. And so, yeah, you know, just just the obscurity, at least the the apparent obscurity of the text, I just thought to 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 that I'd use that uh, Dawn and Joe mm-hmm. to to as an attention getter, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, lead the congregation down the road of understanding what what's being said here. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, Amen. So here we are, it's Jeremiah chapter seven. We got the the prophet here of Israel, and he's here doing the uh, what you call the the temple sermon. Um, yes. And he's telling the people that. By the way, he's he's in the yard. Yard, yard, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It, it, that would be our parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that would. Yes, he's <laughs> in the right, parking lot. Would. And he he's telling the the children that they are violating God's covenant, the Torah, and he's predicting destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this elaborate on that a little bit more. Why he you mentioned about two elements on your. Um, yeah, and before I, 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 yeah, before I look at you know what is obvious in the text, I just want to remind folks or inform folks that Jeremiah's call to ministry was not an easy one. He accepted the call. It was not. It was not. It was not a popular thing to be a man of God during that period of time. That's true. To be a faithful, faithful prophet, as I as I mentioned. It, it wasn't like guys were climbing over themselves to go to seminary during that time. So, so Jeremiah was was a reluctant prophet. He understood that the the audience, Joe, was 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 not you know was not a friendly yeah. audience. Was not a friendly audience. <laughs> yeah. So I want to put that out there. Of course, he was moved by God. Had to be committed to God. And you know, for you to speak boldly for God, you really have to be moved mm-hmm. by Him, inspired by Him. Yes, you have to appreciate that there is some risk involved. You're going to share a message that is unpopular, but you have to appreciate that the message is not yours. You're just a messenger, all right? Just want to put that out there. So the two things that we find there, I wanted to point out right there in the text, as I mentioned, as I described it at first blush, this is first first read, mm-hmm. we see deception yeah, and we see repetition. So mm-hmm. deception, when he talks about God saying, don't trust in lying words. The 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 phrase lying words that has that that has to do with deception. Yes. Whereas we see the temple, the temple, the temple, we see repetition. Mm-hmm. And I wanted folks to to see the link between uh deception and repetition in this way, Dawn. Research shows that. If you repeat certain things, even if it's not true, even if there is no evidence to bolster your claim, that if you repeat it often enough, often enough, some people will believe you just mm. by virtue of you saying it 
over and over and over again. And we we can't appreciate, of course, I won't call any names here, but those in our society who practice what I call politics, they they understand this and they know that if they just say certain things, just keep saying it, of course, there are those who are going to say, no, that's nonsense. There is no evidence to to support that. But there are those who are going to accept it because, number one, it, it gives them a certain level of comfort. It scratches where they're itching. Mm-hmm. It feeds into their 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 presuppositions. Mm-hmm. And so and so we see here the connection between lying words and repetition. And those who were saying the temple, the temple, the temple, what they were saying was, don't listen to this message of impending doom, notwithstanding our disobedience to God. That's yeah. why doom is, in, is is pending. Don't listen to that because we've got God among us. We've got the temple right here, symbol of God's presence, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so once God is among us, you know, we're fine. doesn't matter how we behave. Doesn't matter how we treat each other, you know. We've got God on our side, so we're fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about the you'd mentioned before, Joe, the the struggle in um, Israel right now and the war that's ensuing. Yeah. And, um, I was also thinking of the fact that there's that one piece of the wall that's still there. That piece of real estate. That, that one piece flock yes. to and they all yes. pray to and it's yes. it's like how do we as Christians not get caught up mm-hmm. in the religious um, yes. we have to do it this way scenario yes. so we can fully, fully just worship God. Well, we've got to appreciate as human beings that rituals are are, are a part of how we how we navigate life. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's one of the, the, the challenges those who come at life just purely from a scientific uh perspective, that's one of the challenges they face. Uh, rituals rituals help to 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 center us in terms of purpose in terms of meaning mm-hmm. in terms of linking us to even our our our, our history mm-hmm. and so rituals they, they 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 do serve a purpose the the problem we have a problem though when the rituals become end in and of themselves yeah and we can get so ritualistic that we even forget the reason the ritual was put in place in the first place. We we can we can we can we can get to that point where we're just going through it, and we can get to the point where we elevate the ritual above what what its intent was. Mm. So forget about the intent. I'm doing this. Mm. Forget about the fact that it is hurting people, is harming people. Mm-hmm. The the intent of of the temple was was to to be a visible a visible demonstration of the presence of God mm-hmm. and God among His people, so that the other nations around would come to know that God is among His people, and would come to get to know that God through the weakness of his people. 
they were to be his witnesses. So in simple terms, we've got God here with us. Here is what God is doing in our lives. And by the way, he's a God who who, who welcomes others. Mm -hmm. He welcomes others. And, And in the temple, we also find all the rituals and all the sermons pointed to Messiah who would come not just to save Judah, but mm-hmm. to save the entire world. Yes. Judah was to be a conduit. And by extension, also including Israel, was to be a conduit to the rest of the nations. But of course, as 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 uh, what's been addressed here by Jeremiah, we, 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 we can get so caught up in our sermons and in our rituals and in our in in the things, the monuments that speak to our faith, that speak to our 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 belief in God, that that those things they now replace having a living relationship with God, which mm. would now impact because you know what we find in the text when he talks about amend your ways, he gets into Dawn, he gets into Joe, specifically how they were treating each other. Mm. You know, how they're treating each other. And so in the, in the simplest of terms, here it is that we are heading to church faithfully having mistreated our, our neighbor. <laughs> we're heading to church faithfully having mistreated, mistreated our our. Uh, the stranger that's among us, and we think it really doesn't matter because you know what, I I'm, I'm in church. At least I attend church, and that provides me with some covering. And by the way, you know we've got God's presence here, so nothing will, no harm will befall us. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. You know, Pastor, I, um, you know, in your sermon, you were talking about how people will focus on the services of God, you know, instead of the actual, what God wants us here to do, to yes. be here for personal yes. relationship. Yes. Personal relationship. You know, like the, mm-hmm. the, the, the commandments talk about what the first four. Yes. Is about God. Yes. They, they say the, vert, the vertical, the vertical, the vertical. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, through my years of living, it's just like, we just somewhat scratch the surface with the personal part. Yes. We're focusing on that service. Yes. I I don't, you know, even in the wilderness, you know, when they had to. Yeah, but but bottom bottom line for me, Don and and Joe, is this. If if my religion is not making me a better neighbor, it's not making me a better father, a better wife, a better brother, uncle, whatever, whatever social interactions I'm having. If that's not making me a better person, then I've got to re-examine a how how I'm practicing that religion, yeah. and b I've got to examine that religion too. Hmm. <laughs> you know, because it ought to have an impact. And here's what here's what Jeremiah is saying. He's saying, you know, um, God says you need you need to you need to amend your ways. You need to fix your ways. You need to stop yeah. stealing, and murdering, and committing adultery, and lying. Right. Mm-hmm. These these things have to do with relationships with one another. And then he talks about and stop going after other gods. Yeah. And what I find fascinating yeah. when I when I do some study and the, the background here, Dawn, 
is that I think it was uh, Josiah before one of those kings had removed the Baals, had removed Asherah, then removed the images from the temple. They physically had removed it. Right. Okay. But apparently it was not, or oh, those images were not removed from their hearts. Mm. Because even though they're coming to God's temple and the images, uh, the Baal and the Asherah were not, were not, were no longer there, they were still going after these gods. Mm. Okay. And so and so this is what Jeremiah is, is is saying. God is using him to say, hey, fix your ways. And 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 and, and it's 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 both a rebuke, but is God saying, Hey, you know, I I I really want to be your God. I really yeah. want to be among you, but you can't believe, you can't believe that just because you have my presence that, you know, you can do whatever. Because if you continue to be disobedient, the time is going to come, and it did come, that Babylon is going to come and crush you. Sure I'm going is. to permit that to happen because of your disobedience. Years. Yeah. You said that the way that we treat others um, tends to tell of the kind of relationship we have with God. I believe so, yeah. You know mm -hmm. More for us, please. Because we, 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 and, 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 I, and I'm pounding this because <clears throat> so much of what we do in church can be so ritualistic. And mm. I want to get back to what I said earlier. Rituals do have their place. I'm not knocking rituals. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not knocking rituals. Rituals do have their place. But it is very possible. Well, to the well, their folks are doing it for us to to get into the rituals and go through the rituals and 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 step out of church and treat somebody unfairly. Mm -hmm. or 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 I had a I have a classic one of a story of a brother who had a group of employ employees, and he was does not treat them fairly in terms of paying them on time. And there was a situation where they were due to be paid the Friday and sunset came and one of the workers had gone to him and asked about pay. And he said, I'm sorry, you got to check back on Monday. It's, you know, it's now oh, the Sabbath. And, you know, the sun has set and the fellow came to me. And okay. and said, hey, you know, this is a situation. Um, and he, well, he didn't come to me expecting that I would fix it. Really, he was just sharing. And I told him, I said, well, listen, you need to go right back to him and tell him that I said to you, ain't no way he can go to church tomorrow and truly worship God if he doesn't pay you. Right. He's got to pay you. Yes. And praise God. Um Early that Saturday morning, the brother did get up and he did go to the bank and did get the money and pay the guy, wow. which was the right thing to do. Of course. You know, so I'm just sharing that to say it is so possible for us to get caught up in 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 in, in church rites and church. And it's good to go to, to God and worship him. We should observe the Sabbath from sunset. I do believe that. But I can't. I, I, I can't be saying, well, you know, I, I'm observing my Sabbath right now. So I'm, you know, 
I don't care about you, <laughs> you know, your needs right now. I, I, I should I should have paid you before sunset, but I'm sorry. Sun is now set. So check me back on Monday wow. you know, or check me back Saturday <laughs> evening. No, that that is unacceptable. And so I want to press that home because we can fall. I, I, too many folks who call the name of Christ sad to say when others look on, they, they say they're not nice people. Mm-hmm. They're not nice people. And and Gandhi, I don't know true that this is it, but but Mahatma Gandhi is reputed to have said, you know, I I I, I read and and I the gospels and all that, and and I, I I I love your Jesus. The problem I'm having is with his followers. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I think I love you, Jesus. The problem I have is with his followers, and so I wanted Joe and Don to challenge us as mm. believers. To challenge us, you know, it's good to go to the rituals, the temple, the temple, the temple, and yeah. lose sight of what God intended with the temple. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I know toward the end of your sermon, you talked about um, the three things that you need to do. Yes. Um, I like the part how you mentioned that the the, the gentleman that was, I guess, uh, told you that a pastor needs a, a priest. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I spoke about. I gave three recommendations. Yes, you know because we we can we can we can, we can talk about what's wronged on, and and of course we gotta leave people with hope. We've gotta give them, I believe, things that they can use. Yeah, you know. So here are three things. Number one, I, I've got to ensure that I'm connecting with God personally outside of a congregational group setting outside Mm -hmm. of us coming together because there are believers the only time they interface with god is when they come into the congregation Mm -hmm. and if that's the only time i can tell you you're gonna have a hard time being faithful as a Christian. You, you've you got to develop a personal devotional life. And so I, I did say, and I'll say here, you've got to start every day with God. You've got to have that one-on-one with God, Amen. seeking Him, going to Him, knowing He knows you. There's, there's no need to pretend. He knows you and He loves you anyway. There's no mm-hmm. need to pretend with God. We can go to Him with, with our faults and our failings our missteps, the our struggles, we can we can take it to him. We can go to him and be fully transparent. And the second the second thing is we've got to have uh someone who will help to keep keep us accountable. Mm-hmm. We we we're not meant to do life alone. Uh we're on a journey. Every day with Jesus should be sweeter than the day before. But but we we do need folks who will help to keep us accountable, yes. folks to whom we can be very vulnerable, and, and hence I shared that 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 thing that a an old older pastor said to me years ago that every pastor needs a priest. You know, mm-hmm. every, everybody needs someone to whom they can share and not be judged. That's important. They can go and say, "Listen, brother, this is my struggle. Will you pray with me? I'm having this difficulty here. I have this particular weakness." How can you, I want you to be praying with me and help me. And and so that's an important part, you know, 
uh, just being 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 willing to be vulnerable with another human being. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, you know, God wants to God wants to 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 use you. God mm-hmm. wants to use you. So you've got to seek his will and his way every day. Mm-hmm. Every day you've got to ask. And, and, and I mentioned that quote. I'm not sure who, who said it, but it's it's such a powerful quote, uh, Don. It's it's such a powerful quote that says that the, the, the two most important day in the life of, of an individual is the day the day they were born and mm-hmm. the day they discover why they were born. Yes. And and that's something that you and I have got to go to God and and ask Him, Lord, what's 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 your will? What's your way for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wanted to add um, the accountability partner. I find more appreciation with my wife now with the accountability, even though she's yes. my spouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, it may not be your wife. It may not be a spouse. You know. Yeah. May it may not be um, mm-hmm. your your husband or your wife may not be at that level you know, not willing to, you know, um, but if it's your spouse, thank God, but you've got to find someone that you can share and who can help you grow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the main thing. Help you grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you got anything else to mm-hmm. Uh, well, first of all, we want to show you and, um, Pastor Kevin appreciation month. We want to appreciate you. Thanks. Yes. Thank you, Beth. The check is in the mail. I don't know how far. <laughs> how Show yes, Joe Joe. You said that on, on recording. You know, I, I've been saying, I've been saying to folks, I've been saying to folks, you can, you can hold off on the, you know, the the executive gifts, and you know, I we moved recently, uh, recently, as in this year, this year, this year, March, mm-hmm. and. There, there's so many uh, executive gifts I still have unwrapped. Oh, um, you know, something. You know, and, and I'm at the stage of my life right now that you know I am really not in need of anything. Um, food, but right? you know, you, you can always use cash. Of course, <laughs> you know, that's what I said. But uh, I never, you know, never, never trying not to be too gaudy here. But yeah, I, I, I thank God. Um, I think I'm celebrating next year. 28 years of ministry. Amen. 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 I, I, I wanted to mention how you said it. it was wonderful that you told your wife <laughs> that uh, she can't, you can't be preaching and she's in the audience vexing you. Yeah, no, right? Yes. Yeah, that, 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 Makes that, sense, that, though. Makes sense. That, no, that's that's important. That That's important. I, I've always believed that the, the person who can best testify as mm-hmm. to what you are truly made of is your I spouse. And, definitely. and, and I, I, I do believe too, that you, we, we, we have very little control over what happens when we step outside our door, mm-hmm. our doors, but what happens behind our doors, I, I believe we have tremendous amount of control. And I, I determined years ago that I want my, my home to be a place of peace. And, if it means that I've got to swallow my pride, if it means that I've got to make the the apology, and I, I rather Joe, you know, to to lose the battle but win the war, Amen. Because that's important, and 
to to ensure that the person who is closest to you, the human person that's closest to you, that you do all that you possibly can to make it right with that person. You do all that you possibly can. Yes. You know, there's no guarantee that the person will make it right with you. <laughs> At you least know. you tried. Yeah, you but, but 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 I but I try I try I try every now and again to put in these these couple examples because mm-hmm. it's so important that we value these relationships. We mm-hmm. value these relationships because uh, sometimes we we what we value is you know the opinion of those who are not that close to us. Not that not not that they they're not important, but they're not as important. As important. Yeah, you know, and we value folks saying, "Wow, that that's that's a tremendous presentation. That's awesome." Mm-hmm. We put very little value on the person or the persons who are closest to us. Yeah, you know, and so I. I I like to every chance I get I like to share that and it's something that I by God's grace um I try to practice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and one last little thing um you know next week is Jesus at the center. Yes. Oh, yes. And yes. I want to talk about that. I I spoke with Pastor Allen, he's excited uh we're meeting with him uh, tomorrow evening myself and our family life directors Paul and Lenny Anderson. To look at a few things, we're looking at Jesus as the center of our families. We know that families are hurting, and we want to ensure that we are speaking to we're speaking to issues. I do believe that the the Bible has answers, and when we have trained folks, uh, Pastor Allen is is a trained trained and licensed marriage and family therapist uh, who's willing to come and share. And I have attended his seminars before. Powerful, authentic man of God. And I believe that he will provide, he'll provide useful tools mm-hmm. now, as to what we do with the tools as, as, as listeners, it will be up to us. Yes. And so I really want us to, and, and, and we have not done Dawn, we've not done any, any major family focus uh, program since the year began. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that it would be fitting to have that as the focus for our Jesus at the center. So we're starting this 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 Saturday, we'll, uh, the two services, and then on Sunday and Wednesday and Friday, and then we end the following uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And as is our custom for the for the Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday sessions after the presentation presentations we'll be having a panel discussion uh pastor yeah. allen will be part of that panel drilling down into the varied subject matters awesome. i uh, want yeah that's good I, I also enjoyed that video from lenny and paul that was mm-hmm. a nice video yes we want to like thank that. we want to really give a shout out to uh to colin and mm-hmm. and dawn i think had Big something C. to do with it in terms of the script mm-hmm. uh you know it was it was it was awesome uh first first rate you know quality as 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 usual and we pray that god will that god will um bless them um mm-hmm. i have not said it yet but um you know the, if we ha- if we had to pay for this joe if we had to pay for this you know it would be quite a sum and uh, i i i i feel that colin is uh, sending the receipts to heaven 
Um, he's not sending them to us. Yeah. The invoice. He's sending the invoice yeah, to heaven, well, you know. But I tell you, it's 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 just just it's it's an awesome it's an awesome promo video, and it I'm really great. looking forward to God speaking into our families. Um, I'm looking. We're talking about not only the marriage, folks, but for example, I like the subject. Uh, singleness is not a is not a disease. You know, singleness <laughs> is not a disease. Yeah. Uh, how God expects the singles to to manage that season of, 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 of their lives. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor, as always, thank you. I know you've had a long day, so we want to ask you to finish this out with a word of prayer. Sure. Father God, we, we come here tonight and our hearts are heavy. What's happening to our brothers and sisters there in the, in the Middle East? Yes. We know there's so much blame to go around, but we know ultimately this this has to do with the adversary of our souls. Someone did say that he loves war because it gives him an opportunity to plunge hundreds of folks, dozens of folks into Christless graves. Oh Lord, we pray. You, the great Prince of Peace, will intervene. And you'll speak to those who are hurting, soothe their hearts. Those who are still grieving the loss. And those who are wondering what's what's happened to, to their loved one. Oh Lord, we just place this before you. Pray that you continue to use this podcast to speak to hearts, minds, and to connect folks to you. We are we're hoping, Lord, that that through these moments we spend together discussing your word, someone would get to know Jesus. Continue to bless and, and equip Joe and Dawn as they continue to do this powerful ministry for you, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pastor, thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Bye, God, guys. Thank you, as always. Bye. Have a good All evening. Right. You too. Good night, everybody.